Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it, again. I'm back at it again, man. Listen, we have quite a bit to discuss. Salute and respect to everybody listening to me, no matter where you're listening to me from. I'm excited. I am excited. New York Jets have an upcoming game against the Giants fresh off of a bye week. We're going to be discussing that. We're also going to be discussing some things that Robert Sella said to the media as well. We also have a great guest, a representative of the Suzy G. Coleman Foundation coming on. I am hyped. Okay, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Callers, we'll get to y'all in a second. Mike, Ted, everybody, we're going to get to everybody. Rusty, salutes. I have so much fire tonight, and I'm ready to go. Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Your boys also, okay, on iTunes as well. For those of you that do not know, go on iTunes. The show's, you know, formatted into the podcast over there. Going over to iTunes, type in The Long Beach Joe Show, The Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a five-star rating and leave me some comments. Give me some good feedback, all right? Helps the show get out there. And I want to thank everybody that does that, okay? Your boy's also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter. Type in at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe on Twitter. It's the show's page. Go ahead. Give it a follow. And, uh, you know, let your boy know what's up. Talk to me. I'll talk about the team. Some people hit me up and just want to want me to talk to them about their life. They want advice. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about it. All right, cool. I'll give you some advice. Some people say I give great advice, great life advice. So go ahead and, uh, you know, hit your boy up on there. Again, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Personal Twitter page is at YoungJ000. Okay? And also, for those of you that may not know, some people stumble and fall into the show various ways, okay? And, again, I want to salute to my overseas audience as well. People hit me up from Australia and the Middle East and all over the place, U.K., London, saying, Joe, we listen to you. Friends from Canada, Joe, we listen to you out here. And you know how we do it? I say, how do you guys catch me? They go, we watch you on YouTube, man. For those of you that do not know, your boy's live on YouTube, okay? We stream the show live on YouTube. Come on over to YouTube, type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay? Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. And give the videos and streams a thumbs up, you know? A lot of people saying, Joe, you look amazing, man. A lot of the ladies out there saying, Joe, you're handsome. I didn't know. I didn't know you were handsome. I just listened to the show because I like the show, like your takes, love the callers, love the energy you bring, love how you know you know, what you need to know about this football team. Love your fandom. But, wow, you're a good-looking man. And I want to thank you, ladies, okay? I'm not arrogant. I'm not cocky. I'm just working with what I got. I appreciate you, okay? And I thank you for appreciating me, all right? All right? That's what I'm all about around here. Love, spreading the love to everybody, okay? So, again, YouTube, Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets, all right? 
Come on by and see what's going on and what we got happening over here. By the way, when you come over here, okay, just know <laughs> you're going to have to deal with the chat. I'll call my chat the savages. You want to know why? Because they're savage. Listen, the savages are out of control, within reason, but they are out of control, all right? They get after everybody. If they don't like your take, if they don't like what you got to say, trust, they're going to let you know. Salutes to Bree. Bree's watching me from, from overseas as well. Salutes to you as well. Todd, I see you in the building. Michael, all the savages out there, I see you. All right? Listen, don't, uh, don't get crazy with them. If they don't like what you bring to the table, they're going to let you know about it. All right? Nobody's safe. Nobody is safe from the savages. Not even me. <laughs> Not even me. Okay? So, uh. Check your boy out on all those platforms. Again, YouTube, Long Beach, Joe Jets. Get involved with what we're doing over here. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell. And again, share it across your social media with your friends and your family. So we got quite a bit to talk about tonight, and we're going to get to everything, all right? We're going to get to everybody on the lines as well. Hold on a second, because for those of you that do not know, your boy is wearing pink. If you're not watching me live on YouTube, I've got that pink on. You want to know why? Because I am a supporter of breast cancer awareness and the fight against breast cancer, okay? And everyone knows as well that I am a big supporter of the Susie G. Komen Foundation, okay? I love what they do over there. I love how they're handling things, and I love all the breast cancer awareness that they spread. And tonight, we are going to have a guest come on, Miss Laurel Pointer. She's going to come on tonight and talk to us about the Susie G. Komen Foundation, what they do over there, and how they help out all the people that are dealing with breast cancer. Laurel, I want to welcome you to the Long Beach Joe Show. How are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling great. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Listen, it's wonderful to have you on the show and speak with you. Can you please tell my audience what you do for the Susie G. Coleman Foundation? Sure. I am the Senior Manager of Marketing Operations for the organization. Okay. How important, with, with everything you do with marketing and how you get the, get the word out there, what are some of the, the issues that you may run into trying to spread breast cancer awareness and urging people to get involved? Um, I think a lot of it is people see the pink ribbon and they're like, great, it's out there. We see it all the time. Everybody's aware mm -hmm. of breast cancer. And then they don't worry about the next steps that they need to take to actually make sure that they're being screened for breast cancer. And if they are screened mm. and we see something, that they take those next steps, whether it's, you know, an, an extra mammogram or um, whether it's actually having to have treatment because you have been diagnosed. There are lots of factors in it. It's not just about the awareness. We want to figure out a way to end breast cancer so nobody ever has to deal with it again. Exactly, Laurel. So how important is early detection in that whole process? Can you break that down for my listeners as well? Sure. So um, it's really important. So if it is confined to the breast, um, it is 95% treatable on most instances. It's when it's, it's caught at a later stage and it's progressed that it's harder to detect. And then this is where we really run into some issues with men and about their breast cancer because they're usually not as aware, not as perceptive about the fact that they need mm -hmm. to be screened as well. 
And so we run into that a lot. And again, we're speaking with Mrs. Laurel Pointer of the Susie G. Coleman Foundation. Now, you spoke a little bit about men not understanding that breast cancer affects them. Can you speak to some of the hurdles that you kind of run into when trying to reach men and even some of the stigmas that are surrounded around men getting breast cancer as well? Well, sure. You know, a lot of it is it's perceived as a woman's disease because when you think of breast, you usually think of women. You forget the fact that men do have breasts as well and so that they are at risk. And then you also look at the fact that when you go into a mammography center, they're full of women. If there are men in there on occasion, it's usually because they're with a female. They're not there for themselves. And plus, men have to get over the fact that if they're there to be screened, you're going to have to deal with things in a lot of places that cater to women, like having pink gowns or having a dressing mm. room that, you know, is usually reserved for women, and there's now a men in there, so you have to play that game um, in some instances of making sure the women aren't around or that the men can have another private area because it's usually, you know, the perception is it's there for women, but men also need to be screened as well. Yeah. Absolutely, they do, and this is something that I'm constantly pushing with my listeners as well. Listen, men, this is not just a disease that only affects women. It can absolutely affect you as well. Now, Laurel, you've given us such great information so far. Can you let my audience know how they can get involved with the Suze G. Coleman Foundation, where they can find information, and also how can they give, how can they donate to continue to feed the cause of spreading breast cancer awareness and, again, fighting against this awful disease? Sure. And before we do that, I do want to give a couple more points to the men, if that's okay. Absolutely. Go ahead. So and so another thing that men need to be aware of, there, uh, you know, with women, there are about two, um, 297,000 cases of invasive breast cancer and that are diagnosed each year. For men this year, we're looking at about 2,800 cases. But of those, 530 will die from the disease. And it's usually because they are, you know, yeah, they're at a slower rate and to go and to get screened. They're at a slower rate to talk to their doctor about it. And so by the time we do diagnose it within men, that survival rate is lower because it's a later stage diagnosis. Where men really need to be aware is with their family history. And within women, 40% of breast cancer, I mean, I'm sorry, Within women, 5 to 10% of breast cancers are related to heredity and to a genetic mutation, such as the BRCA2 mutation. So a lot of women, you know, it's only 5 to 10%, but it's 40% in men. So men really need to pay attention to their family history. If they have a mom, a sister, a grandmother, or somebody who has had breast cancer, Talk to them. Find out the history. Find out if you do have that genetic mutation or if you need to go get tested for that mutation. Because just because Mm -hmm. your mom or sister had it doesn't necessarily mean you have the mutation, but there is a greater chance. Wow. That's, That's great information there. And, again, that continues to drive home the point, Laurel. And this is why I have wonderful people like you come on the show in this month of October. And this is why I'm wearing pink. Men, go out there and get checked. Get checked. It's not just a woman's disease. Of course, all of my ladies listening as well, get yourself checked as well. 
But men, go out there and get yourself checked. This is something that absolutely affects you. And again, early detection is key. Early detection is key. All of the all of the stats and the numbers that Laurel just brought up shows, hey, get yourself checked out because if you don't and you're waiting, you're waiting, you know, things can happen. So make sure that you know your body, get yourself checked, go out, get your get get your doctor involved, get your physical, constantly make sure that you know what's going on with your body. And again, Laurel, I want to thank you for bringing that information to the table. How can my listeners get involved with the Suze G. Coleman Foundation? Yeah, it's really simple. If you go to Komen.org, which that's K-O-M-E-N.org, there's a tab on there that says Get Involved. And there you can find out all the different ways that you can get involved, whether you want to get involved in advocacy, whether you want to get involved with your community, whether you want to get involved with fundraising. We've got all those ways there. There's another thing that you can also, if you have questions about your breast health or if you have concerns, you can call our 800 number, which is 877-GO-COMEN. And we have a helpline set up to where they can talk to you. They can walk you through either, you know, helping you find out where to go get screened or where to have that conversation with your doctor. They can provide you with the questions to ask and to ask your doctor. And then at that point, they can also help you if you are diagnosed, they can walk you through that treatment plan and how, um, and how to get the resources and treatment that you need. Yes. And again, we're speaking with Laura Pointer of the Susie G. Coleman Foundation. This has been a phenomenal, phenomenal time speaking with you, Laura. And I know we talk about the Susie G. Coleman Foundation. I'm excited about what you folks do, and you've given us so much information. But you know, we're a Jet show as well, Laura. Okay, we're a Jet show. Yes. And that's what we do here. We love this team through and through. And what's crazy is you have a connection to the New York Jets. I hear you have a special connection with Mr. Solomon Thomas, okay, one of the Jets' great defensive linemen. Can you tell us about your connection with him? I do. My husband actually coached Solly in high school. So okay. he played for my husband. Yeah. Yeah, give us, so, a story. Um, give us some funny stories. I want to hear about this. <laughs> oh, gosh, I love Solomon. And, you know, I love his fierce competitiveness on and off the field, but he's also so gentle. And when he first started playing in middle school, he will even tell you the stories about he would knock somebody down, and then he'd pick him up and apologize. And so we got him mm. over the fact of, yes, but he was in middle school, and he was big, and he was tough. Um, and we could see that, you know, change throughout the years. And in high school, it was so fun to watch him on Friday nights. Because I could watch that light switch. You know, he's Solomon, yeah. he's sweet, he's awesome, and, you know, and he's somebody you want to be around all the time. And you knew that the minute that that clock was ready to start for kickoff, you could see that switch and you could see him go into full beast mode. And then mm-hmm. the minute the clock yeah. hit zero, you know, he was back. So, oh. um, and it's been so much fun watching him on Hard Knocks this year. Yes, I actually did watch Hard Knocks and watch all about the Jets, so I've learned a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's really been fun to see um, him and some of his teammates featured in that. Yes, listen, I watched that as well. It was phenomenal to see the Jets go out there doing their thing. But like you said, listen, Solomon Thomas, that man is a monster, okay? When it's time to go, 
and he's out there on the field. He's putting on and making great plays for the New York Jets. Listen, Laurel, I want to thank you again for coming on the show tonight, spreading all of the information about the Suzy Coleman Foundation, and also that great story about Solomon. Before I let you go, can you please again give all of my listeners all of the information on how they can get involved with the Suzy G. Coleman Foundation and how they can learn about what's going on with breast cancer. Yes, absolutely. It's Komen.org. That's K-O-M-E-N.org. On there, you can find breast health information and breast cancer screening and treatment information, as well as ways to get involved and ways to fundraise because, you know, we need that money in order to support our 360-degree approach to fighting breast cancer through research, through providing care, through community, and for taking action through our advocacy program. So you can do it through Komen.org or 877-GO-COMEN. Listen, Laurel, I want to thank you again for coming on tonight and giving us all the great information and for your great stories as well. Thank you for coming on. You have yourself a good night. My pleasure, and go Jets. Absolutely. You already know. Listen, what a great, great uh, interview there with Mrs. Laurel Pointer of the Susie G. Komen Foundation. Again, I want to thank her for coming on. As everyone knows, I am a big advocate. If you don't know, you don't see me live. I'm wearing pink here, okay? It's October. It's all about spreading breast cancer awareness, okay? We're doing that, and we're also spreading, you know, uh, you know whatever, doing whatever we can do. Again, I have a donation page as well. You can check in the description of the video. It's also in the chat, too. That money goes directly to the Susie G. Komen Foundation. We're just trying to raise, you know, a couple bucks. Please go in there, give a dollar, two dollars. Anything you can give is greatly appreciated, all right? Please, we're trying to do whatever we can to eradicate this awful disease, all right? That's what we're all about. So now that we've moved on from that, okay, now we got to discuss, okay, New York Jets. We've got a game coming up against the Giants quickly. All right, we're going to get to all the callers, Mike, Ted, Rusky, everybody. I see you all. We're coming to you in a second. Tim, Phenom, 917, we're coming to everybody, okay? We've got a game coming up against the Giants here. We've got to take care of business, all right? I need Zach to come out and play clean, all right? I need him to play clean. We're coming out of a bye week. I'm a little concerned. We know the New York Jets have a history of coming out of bye weeks and kind of being sluggish, right? We've got to fight that off. This is a team that – they may not be super great, but they're hungry, and we know that they want to continue to get themselves wins on this season. Zach's got to come out and be clean. I'm a little concerned about this offensive line. We'll see what's going on with Joe Tipman. He's still dealing with the injury. Seller said that they'll know more about that on Wednesday. They also spoke to Seller as well about Dwayne Brown. He's coming off of the IR this week, for those of you that may not know. Uh, <laughs> Dwayne Brown better not be shoved back into the starting lineup for this New York Jets football team. I'm sorry. I do not want to see him come out and be handed the Jets starting uh, left tackle position again like he was in the offseason. We saw, listen, Dwayne Brown, veteran guy, put him on the bench, allow Makai Beckton to continue to play out there at left tackle. He's been doing a good job. Let's allow him to continue to do that. Let's figure out, you know, what's going on. Max Mitchell's on the right side. He needs to get better, all right? He needs to clean some things up over there. But I'm also worried about, you know, the right guard spot, especially with Joe Tittman still dealing with that thigh injury. We might end up seeing Wes Switzer, uh, you know, if he's not going to be ready to go. But I don't want to see uh, Dwayne Brown shoved back into the starting line. We'll be talking about that tonight as well. 
And this Giants defensive front, they are not a game. Dexter Lawrence, serious business, okay? Leonard Williams, we know. He used to be a Jet. He's a guy that can push the pocket. They also got Kayvon as well, Kayvon Thibodeau, you know? Listen, Kayvon got five sacks on the season so far. This guy's moving. We got to make sure we get these guys blocked up front. Don't want Zach running for his life, um, you know, and getting hit and beat up and stuff like that. Running the football, I think, is extremely important. We got to get the ball to Brees Hall. And I think this is the game we should also get the tight ends involved, too. Um, they got some backers, man. Bobby O'Craze, this guy's pretty good in this league. Uh, we got to make sure that we, you know, get the ball to C.J. Uzama, get the ball to Tyler Conklin, let Jeremy Rucker go out there. The Giants also got some injuries as well in their secondary. Uh, Dory Jackson, he's dealing with a neck injury. So we got to, you know, maybe we can take some shots. Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, uh, Xavier Gibson. We know Nicole Hartman is gone. So Xavier Gibson, I want to see what his role in the offense is going to be coming out of this bye week. Is it going to be expanded? But, man, they got Jason Pinnock, who's turned into a really good safety. He used to be a Jet. <laughs> He's turned into a solid safety in this league, so we got to be careful. And they also got Trey Hawkins, who might be out there if a Dory Jackson doesn't play. Again, Dory Jackson dealing with the neck injury to this point. The Jets' defense, right? DJ Reed, Sauce Garner still in the concussion protocol. What's going on, right? Gets later in the week, you start to get worried. Maybe we might not see the Jets with them again this upcoming week. I don't know. They haven't been cleared just yet, okay? So that's a possibility. So the Jets might be moving and shaking some things around again. At corner, we might see Bryce Hall back out there, uh, you know, and some other guys too. And especially again, man, <laughs> listen, this Giants team, they're building some threats. We know that Daniel Jones, he's dealing with a neck injury. I think he's still questionable for the game. So we might see Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor provides kind of a different threat, right? We know he's mobile. We've got to keep our eyes on that, all right? This guy can get outside the pocket and he can move. We've got to get pressure on him. We know the, the Giants' offensive line is beat up. Andrew Thomas is dealing with the injury. So is uh, Michael Schmitz as well. He's dealing with the injury too. Evan Neal is also dealing with the injury. That's their starting left tackle, center, and right tackle. So we'll see what's going on going forward. This Jets pass rush has got to get all over whoever's going to be the starter. I'm thinking more than likely it's going to be Tyrod. But do not overrun Tyrod. Oh, boy, oh, boy, we're going to be in some problems. We've seen it in the past. I remember when we played Denver. Yes, we beat them this year, but remember that game where Russell Wilson was continuously moving the chains using his feet. So we've got to, you know, get our pressure, but be careful. And also, again, especially without uh, – if DJ Reed and Sauce doesn't play, listen, Jalen Hyatt is pretty darn good, okay? I remember talking about him coming out of the draft, you know, Tennessee kid, him and Tillman, to me, were really good wide receivers coming out of Tennessee this year, and he is a big play threat. This guy is speed, all right? <laughs> I'm talking big speed. If you don't watch it, you'll get cooked. And, of course, you know, last but not least, Saquon Barkley, all right? If he's out there, we have to watch it, too. This is a guy that can run the ball, all right? This guy that can get after it again. He's dealing with the injury, too. I think it's an elbow injury. But the last time that he was talking about the elbow injury, it seemed like it really wasn't going to affect him, but we'll see. All right. If he plays, more than likely he will play. We know what Saquon brings to the table. So we're going to get to the callers. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. All the callers on the line, trust, we'll get to everybody. Be patient. We're going to cycle through. we got quite a bit of callers. We're going to get to everyone. Again, new callers, okay, when you call in, please do not curse on my show. It's the only thing I don't allow. Don't curse and don't scream over me, all right? Because if you, you curse on my show, I'm telling you, I'm going to get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than we got Nicole Hartman out of here. That was, that was fast. That was fast, was it? 
too 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 early for that joke. It was fast. We got him out of here pretty fast, right? <laughs> it was fast. I don't want to hear, you know, listen, this whole Xavier Gibson thing is phenomenal. I love the young kid, but you should be able to utilize more than just one weapon. All right? He's out of here, though. He was fast, all right? Please give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. All right? Also, share the uh, share the stream and the videos across your social media with your friends and your family. So first call I'm going to get to is my God, Mike. Mike, we're coming directly to you, all right? We got to talk to Mike. Mike, so How are you, sir? for those of you that do not know, Mike is a <laughs> He is a Jets fan, but he's also a Mike salutes. Listen, we're going into this game against the New York Giants. We know, okay? Technically, you know, it's, we're at their house, but we all play at MetLife. So, you know, home field advantage is whatever here. But here we are coming out of a bye week. How concerned are you about the New York Jets coming out flat? Uh, first of all, I agreed with everything you said, uh, you know, in the recap of the uh, on the uh, on the, the process to the game. Um, I'm – Worried that it's a trap game. Maybe it's a typical Jet letdown, right? They have a huge win, and, Ooh. you know, over the years, this would be a typical game for them to just, you know, they always play up to the competition and down to the competition. Maybe maybe, hopefully mm-hmm. not so much this year, but over the past years, I think you, you, you'd agree with that. Uh, one other comment that, uh, that I would like to say is that uh, I think Hull on defense needs to be in on every, you know, uh, on just about every play. And mm-hmm. really, Bryce Hall and Garrett Wilson should be, you know, both, you know, anytime they're running a the ball, I mean, don't take Bryce Hall off the field. I don't think he ever needs a mm-hmm. breather, in my in my view, you know, and, 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 and Garrett Wilson, although they do go to Garrett Wilson a lot. I, those those would be, you know, my three uh, go-to guys. I mean, you know, Huff has been, uh, you know, what a, what a, what a surprise, and, and I think the guys are still tremendous. Um, and of course, mm-hmm. we know what Bryce Hall and we know what Garrett Wilson is, and you know what they do. I just get surprised yeah, sometimes Bruce, when, yeah. you know, yeah, oh, Bree, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just no. get surprised sometimes when they when they mix in Cook, and I get it, you want to mix it up, but I think the guy's mm-hmm. got, you know, got he's got so much talent, he's got so much more. Uh, I, you know, those would be my go my my go to people. No, absolutely. Listen, Brees Hall, we've got to get the ball in his hands, and I think it would be a great week as well to utilize Garrett Wilson heavily, make sure that we get the ball to him early and often. But my first question for you, Mike, is what are your expectations for Zach Wilson? Right? He's coming out of a bye. We've had you know, quite a bit of time to get ready for the Giants. Uh, a lot of people have been on Zach's back. He was able to get some things going, made some positive strides. What are you expecting Zach to do against his Giants team? Like, What are your keys to victory for him? He's just I, I, the key to the victory for the for the Jets. They've got to play outstanding defense. They've got to they've got to play uh, um, above average special teams. And Zach specifically has got to be a game manager. Don't ask him to do too okay. much. Uh, a lot of okay. run, run balls, some screens, some you know some quick slants. And I agree with you. Get the tight ends involved. You know, go with a shorter yeah. uh, uh, shorter passing game. And then once in a, once in a while, uh, you know, throw a long ball with uh, to Garrett Wilson. That that would be okay. my thing, but you want to, you just want to make sure he hasn't been throwing uh, you know interceptions and he's been he's been a uh, a good uh, game manager and I think that's what you you should expect and um, mm-hmm. 
you know, that's the approach that they should have to take. I do want to bring up one thing to just to get your opinion on it, if I may. What about yeah, – I'm go going to butcher this guy's name. Is it the first-round draft pick from Iowa State? Is it, is it Will Mc, uh, McDonough? Will McDonald? McDonald's, yeah, I'm sorry. What He's got, go like, one tackle. I mean, what's? What, mm-hmm. I don't understand what's going on. No, listen. Uh, he was deactiv- He's been deactivated for a little bit. He has been playing in games. They have been utilizing him sparingly. I think that they're going to try to continue to work him in. Listen, this pass rush of the New York Jets has, we know, for start the season was kind of up and down, right? No sacks. Uh, I think they had, like, one sack against the Cowboys. It was it, they weren't getting enough pressure at first, right? But, again, ever right. since we saw them pick up, they played great against uh, Philadelphia Eagles. We saw them get after Patrick Mahomes would have turned things around. I think they'll continue to mix him in and, you know, try to get his feel and get him going. again. He's a rookie. We got to keep in mind, he's a rookie. They're working him in. But I tell you what, Bryce Huff, Jermaine Johnson, boy, oh, boy, they've been bringing it, especially Bryce Huff, to find a way to get him resigned, okay? Like, agreed. Uh, so agreed. But the only thing, the only thing that I have is we're five. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We're five games in one tackle. I, you yeah. know, something just doesn't seem right to me. Is it? I don't know. Is it? Who was the? Who was the guy rotation, we got from Ohio Mike, State? Mike, it's our rotation. Our rotation is monstrous. A lot of people don't keep that in mind. Our rotation is monstrous. I just Bryce Huff, uh, Bryce Huff, Jermaine Johnson. We got got John Franklin. My guys are getting after a concert. He'll get his chance. He'll get his chance. We got a long season, long season. He'll get his chance, and he'll continue to work. But again, he's a rookie, so I'm sure they're bringing him along in the scheme, and he'll figure things out. But we saw big, and, and I know that this was the preseason, but we saw him go out there and really put things together. And even this year, uh, I forgot who it was, but he was putting pressure on a guy and did a spin move, and it freed up. Jermaine Johnson to be able to make a play. I believe it was Jermaine Johnson that was able to get a sack because of his spin move. He moved an offensive lineman. So even some of the things that he's doing well on the field aren't necessarily slowing up in the stat sheet. So I get it. I think, like you said, he may have one tackle on the season, but he's making his strides, and they're going to continue to utilize him and implement him in the defense. You know, just giving him – you know, you just got to give him baby steps, and we'll, we'll figure it out. But I'm telling you, that kid looks like he absolutely will pay dividends for us. Some of the things I saw in the in the preseason were just ridiculous. And, again, that spin move from him is unbelievable. But, Mike, I got to slide off because I got other callers. Before I let you go, give me your final score prediction. Jets, Giants, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Um... 17-10 Jets win. 17-10 Jets win. All right, let's go, Mike. I'll see <laughs> Mike, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? We're going to keep moving again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in again for the callers on the line. Be patient. We will get to everybody, okay? Trust. Next. We're going to go to my guy, Ted. Ted, we're coming directly to you, okay? For those of you that do not know Ted, he's a savvy. Ted, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Ted, listen. Yes, sir. We got an upcoming game against the Giants. A lot of things moving and shaking. Jets are coming off of a bye week. Sulla came out and talked about how they're doing things differently this week coming out of the bye. He wants to kick guys in, kick guys out of the bye, get them started fast, get them engaged emotionally, 
and physically. What are your thoughts about that, man? Hey, Joe. Uh, first thing, I just want to make sure my dogs were put away. Uh, you know, sometimes dogs do tend to bark uh, in the background, so <laughs> I had to make sure my dogs okay. were kind of put away first. Anyway, Wonderful. Thank uh, you. Good to talk to you. Thank you. <laughs> good to talk to you, Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. Uh, I think Salah definitely has the pulse, pulse of the team. I believe Aaron Rodgers said on Pat McAfee's show that the yeah. And they basically wanted the the players to leave for the week, and and mm-hmm. I think they wanted them to stay around. And they, uh, Woody was convinced to let him go. But hey, Joe, can I talk about the strategy? Because we should blow this team yeah, out. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, we should blow oh, this okay. team out. We we talk we can talk to me. The only the yeah the only way they can win is if Saquon Barkley goes Isaiah Pacheco on us. Okay, mm-hmm. and he wrecks. He kind of wrecks the game on us, because mm-hmm. if you can shut down Saquon and make whoever the quarterback is throw, and then we have Sauce Gardner and and our various defensive studs out there, they're not mm-hmm. going to be able to move the ball, Joe. They're going to be one dimensional, and that's mm-hmm. how we we kind of lost control of the Chief game, because I Isaiah Pacheco mm-hmm. got loose. Um, you know, and kind of ran on us and caught balls and everything else. That's kind of how we got behind in the game. Um, but, mm-hmm. Joe, get on top of them early. Don't give them any hope and make them, make them one-dimensional. And then unleash the sack yeah. and you know, unleash the pressure on them when they have to throw. So they get behind. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. No, listen. Listen, I'm right there with you. I'm not saying we're going to blow them out, but I think that that's a good, you know, plan defensively, right? You want to make sure that you – shut Saquon Barkley down, which is a tough task, okay? You just brought up a mm-hmm. guy, uh, Pacheco. We've seen it as, as well in the past, too. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, Dallas was beating us like a quick oh, throw, yeah. get the ball out of uh, Dak's hands quickly, right, to running backs, and, yeah. and there was short passes, screens, stuff like that. Uh, so yep. I think that that's going to be something that the Giants are going to implement as well. I understand, hey, we just shut Saquon down. That's That's a – that's easier said than done, okay? Easier said than sure. done. But I do think that the New York Jets must corral, especially when they're trying to hand the football off and run the ball down our throats. We should not allow that whatsoever. I do think the Jets will be able to stop that. But I'm a little concerned about screens. We've seen that eat us up this season, especially when we get ultra-aggressive with blitzes. We've seen teams utilize that against us, right? We can start getting aggressive. They hit some screens, get some big gains off those screens, and the next thing you know – you know, the defense is in a situation where that team's in the red zone and they're barreling down about to score a touchdown, you know, on us. So we got to watch that. We got to get after it. But yeah. you talked about our yeah. secondary. There's a chance that Reed and Sauce, maybe they don't clear the concussion protocol this week. How concerned mm. are you about that going into this game? Because, again, they're still in the concussion protocol. It's Tuesday. We'll see what happens well. going forward, right? But if they're gone, what is your level of confidence that the Jets are going to be able to stop some of the weapons that the Giants have? Because, again, we're just talking about Saquon. Mm-hmm. People aren't talking about Darren Waller. Darren Waller uh, used to kill us when he was with the Raiders. He used to kill us. I'm on the West uh, Coast. <laughs> he was killing us, okay? And he's still solid. And they also got Jalen Hyatt as well, who's big uh-huh. play, okay? How concerned uh-huh. are you about – Reed and Sauce still be in that concussion protocol. What is your level of confidence if the Jets have to go in there without them? Very high, Joe. As as, as we saw in the Eagle game. Okay. 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 Uh, I, Joe, 
we have to get over the stigma of the same old jet thing. And this is the week we okay. this last week was the first step. This week is the second step. Mm-hmm. We have tremendous depth, okay. Joe. We have tremendous talent on defense, tremendous depth on defense also. And we're going to mm-hmm. activate a guy who we drafted in the sixth round, who I watched in the preseason, who I think is going to be a heck of a player. Bernard Converse, he went to LSU. He's on the, mm-hmm. he's on the active roster. He's on the active roster. He, that guy was flashing in the preseason. I know it's preseason. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to use a lot of safeties, Joe. I think we're going to okay. use a lot of safeties and different packages to kind of occupy space in the middle of the zones and things like that in order to try to maybe minimize, you know, like the short passing game. Um, yeah. That's – I could see – and, you know, we have to be creative on our play calling. Um, their offensive line is hideous too. I mean, I, we have no excuses, Joe. We we literally should take this team and beat them. Tw- My prediction is 27-13. I know it's early. We should win by double wow. digits, Joe. We should win by double okay. digits. Yeah. Okay. Listen, Ted says 27-13. Jeff. <laughs> Listen, Ted, this has been a great call. i got to slide off without right. other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, Joe. Take care, Joe. All right. You have a good one. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We will get to everybody, okay? Next, I'm going to go to my guy, Rusty. Rusty, I'm coming directly to you. For those of you that do not know, Rusty, he's a savage. What's up, fam and fellow savages? Rusty, listen, we are going into this game against the Giants, all right? A lot of things moving and shaking around here, a lot of people talking. There's a lot of things happening, but I want to start with this, man. Dwayne Brown's supposed to come off the IR this week at some point, okay? There's a lot of talk surrounding what they may do with Dwayne Brown. What do you think the Jets should do with him going forward? How do you think that they should handle him? Do you think that they should immediately implement him into the starting line for the New York Jets? What's the bench made out of? Teague or plastic? He could ride that. <laughs> no way, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> no way. Nuh-uh. Now, he lost that. Thank God our guy, Makai, came, you know? No way. <laughs> okay. Rusty coming out of the gate with fire. Listen, I, I, I am in yeah. agreement. Okay, I, I didn't say it like that, but I did say that. Uh, well, you're no, humble. You're he'd, a nice person to me, fam. <laughs> he'd be a great, reliable, uh, you know, depth piece, and I think that he should stay just that uh, as, yeah. as for now, right? Unless something happens, knock on wood. Okay, I hope nothing happens. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Makai no, has been playing phenomenal. I think we should leave him out there at left tackle. Of course, that right tackle. Probably draft Max Mitchell's looking. Yeah, again, you know, that, that, that right tackle uh, that Max Mitchell uh, is over there. So I think that, you know, he's got to clean some My things up. But case. we all know that, that, that uh, Dwayne Brown doesn't play anything but left tackle. So let's just leave it how it is. But I'm a little concerned yeah. with, with Tipman again, dealing with that thigh injury. We'll see what yeah. happens going forward with that. Maybe he comes back this week. Maybe we see Wes Schweitzer. Who knows? But when you look at this situation, right, and you go into this week, 
how important is it to get the football to Brees Hall and implement the running game against the New York Giants? That's a must. That's that. Brees is a Brees is a beast, and it's a must. Must get in his hands. Must bench Crook, and must play Abracadabra. And I I, I, I like Carter. Great person. Great human. Yeah. But uh, you know what, man? With you know, I've been saying that I get crucified and stuff too. Like I love, like his mm-hmm. first rookie year, awesome, perfect. You know, did it. But he, I don't know, man. He's got to be in like a special package type of thing because I don't know the dropsies. The when we need one yard, he always goes backwards. I don't know. I, mm. well, I something. I, but I I'm an Abracadabra fan. Yeah. No, listen, uh, Izzy, Izzy, I think it would be great to implement. And I know everybody's been talking about Dalvin Cook and how slow he's been moving, and I get it, right? I'm a guy oh, that sees it as well. I'll talk about it, too. He's been he's moving a little slow, all right? But yep. Michael Carter is a guy that I – Michael Carter is a guy I really like. And I think that Michael Carter, oh, he needs to get more he's carries. He's got to get the – yeah, they, <laughs> they've got to get the ball yeah. in his hands is what they've got to do. Dude, I, I don't, I don't think he's getting enough guy, carries. But... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Just, My bad. No, no, just, I, I just don't know. think he's getting. I don't think he's getting enough carries. I think that's what it is. Honestly, I don't think he's getting enough carries. And I get that, you know, he hasn't done much, but the opportunity, you know, I don't think it have been there as much as it should be, especially in the passing game. I'm shocked that Michael Carter hasn't been utilized more in the passing game. And Brees has that's been shown. That's where he should be. You're right. Yes, and Brees has been shown to look. We get it. Brees is the bell cow back. Clearly, clear as day. Yes, we run a rotation oh, yeah. system, but it's clear as day that Brees is the guy. Get the ball to Brees, uh, you know, by uh, any stretch that you can. But, my goodness, what is going on with Michael Carter? And I think that Nathaniel Hackett stopped. can do a better job of that, okay? Even some of the carries that we're seeing being given to uh, Dalvin Cook, it should be to Michael Carter. It should absolutely yeah. be to Michael Carter, you know. So, I, I don't know what's going on, but we've got to clean that no, up. I'm, but as we continue to talk I'm, about I'm this waiting. Jets offense, yeah, as we continue to talk about the Jets' offense, what are your expectations for Zach Wilson going against the Giants this week coming out of the bye? Just keep eating that elephant as he's doing, you know, piece by piece. And just mm-hmm. because, what was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, because of our – minus the bye week, I'll just, you know, say two weeks mm-hmm. ago or whatever, it was on, you know, the coaching staff. When mm-hmm. this, little, this little past week, when we were dealing with – of course, it wasn't this past week, but, you know, but so when we were dealing with mm-hmm. Billy, you know, I was on Zach's, you know, I was on his bubble. But thank God mm-hmm. he didn't turn it over. And he's been, you know, just just maintain the shit, man. Don't hit any asteroids. Mm-hmm. You know, just go through the field mm-hmm. and do whatever you have to do. Just come out on, mm-hmm. you know, and do what it is. And if they quit yeah. this week in the red zone, that's what I'm hoping for. Because yes. it was, you know what I mean? Like it's that back yeah. and forth now when it merges. Please yeah. let it explode on the Giants. I freaking hate them. People can say all they yeah. want. I'm sorry for going on a tangent real quick. But people can say mm-hmm. all they want, you know, with the AFC East. Oh, yeah, I hate everybody royally in the division. But I'm here in New York. Mm. I had to grow up in this place, too. And all I ever heard was the Giants, clap a clap The only thing we ever mm-hmm. had is that, and I hope a fellow Jets realize this, is we're the only New York team to ever win a Super Bowl. We won it while we were at Shea. Giants only won theirs when they were at New Jersey and playing in Jersey. And we know about the Buffalo <laughs> Miserable, you know. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. four, how'd that go? 
Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Have another. And yeah, I, let's, it's, yep. Yeah, listen. It's, I, it's I, I'm, I'm, I want to see us. And, and you brought up a great point. This is something I was going to continue to talk about as well. The Jets coming out of this bye, we know we got the rest of the season now ahead of us. They've got to clean things up in the red zone. They've got to get better oh, in the red zone. Was... They must. They've got to start finishing drives with touchdowns. I get it. Field goals. And Greg Zerline, to this point, has been a godsend. He truly has. He's really kicked us, you know, into a lot of games. He's kept us in a lot of games, literally off of his leg. But we have got to start finishing in the red zone. We have got to start scoring touchdowns, especially against, you know, some of these teams that we got coming up. And I get people are talking about the lighter part of the schedule. I don't necessarily necessarily believe that because I think this time around this season – is when teams really start to find themselves and they get their Damn. mojo and they get rolling, right? I feel so you. That's we, how I we feel. We gotta keep it. Gotta keep our foot on the gas. Go ahead, Rusty. I don't Let think the gauntlet's work. over, man. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't think the gauntlet's over because now you're gonna have hungry teams. You're gonna have teams fighting. They're more dangerous than whatever you call the, you know, the the Chiefs and the the Eagles and the Buffalo Miserables. They got the rest helping them, you know. They, 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 don't, oh, yeah. they don't have to worry about, you know, the real dude trying to freaking win. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's a different type of gauntlet, you know? Yeah. It's gonna, now listen, it's Ruff, not going to be easy, Ruffy, I gotta but be, we better. Yeah, I listen, I got to be careful when I talk about the uh, people in, in striped shirts. I got to be careful. But you can say whatever you like, okay? And listen, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I know you respect them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm not saying <laughs> what you said. I'm just saying I'm agreeing with what I may have heard, okay? I got to be careful. But my final question before I let you go, Rusty, quickly. Darren Waller, okay, plays for the Giants. And a lot of people are not remembering that, but I am because I've watched him cook us for years to come. How concerned are you about him this upcoming week? Put Echols on him and then bump him out. And then hopefully, like, that, that's what – we have Echols, right? Echols is back uh, well, now? We'll see. It's it's looking like he might might be back, but a, a big proponent to that. And again, we'll get back to the lines. A big proponent. Listen, oh, yeah. DJ Reed, soft. Oh yeah, that's on yeah, the that's concussion protocol. One and two. That's a big concern, right? Isn't that a big concern for you as well? Oh, absolutely. But Eccles is going to bump him out underneath, so you can do some weird packages mm-hmm. to where they had enough mm-hmm. time to look at Brees, Bryce, mm-hmm. then with the holes. I, I just so many. I, I love it. <laughs> I hope the mm-hmm. you know, defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators get as confused as I do with the names sometimes, but it's great. But uh, <laughs> that's what I just think that's what you have to do because Eccles can follow people, bump them out, and then go back and return to like he could do like a zone man. It's crazy how quick he, you know, yeah. shifty. And mm-hmm. like not having DJ and Sauce. Oh man, that mm-hmm. stinks! It really well, does. Well, we'll see. I, they, I, just, they haven't been cleared yet, but there's a chance. Better be one chance yeah, that we true. could be without them. We'll see. We'll see. Hope for the best. Okay. Swing to the fence and make sure it's a giant space. And this is Jets Play Stadium. This ain't not yep. nothing, that is. That's how I roll. Man, I don't. I refuse right, to listen. say the Iron Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> From years past, well, too. We lit that on fire and got barred from Monday Night Football for over a decade for a reason. Salute <laughs> fellow savages that let that building on fire. There was a reason why. Good. Before I let you go, give me your final score prediction. Jets, Giants, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? We better win and we better body him. We better control him. We better come out furious in the beginning. The only thing that concerns me, honestly, is mm-hmm. Tibbet don't. I, I can't stand him. 
But with her, yeah. they're going to put him over wherever we have a faulty, you know, guy. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's yeah. going to be on the right side. So, mm-hmm. hey, put Ruck on there and just, mm-hmm. you know, ruck it and chuck it, man. Not a lot to curse yeah. on here, but that's it. Got a new shirt for you, yeah. bud. Just ruck it and chuck it. Just put it in there. He's got you. <laughs> Love him. What's the score prediction? what we got. Oh, I can't do that this week. Come on. Uh, don't run from the score. I am running from the score. All prediction. I'm saying is us. Oh, I'm just saying us. Crash it. Good. I'm crashing Rusty it. Rusty running from the score prediction. And making them fall. Dang right. <laughs> Dang right, fam. I'm just saying we're going to take it. I, I'm not doing no prediction All right. on that. But All right. It. Well, Rusty says we're going to take it. I'll take I'll, I'll... Rusty ran from the score prediction. Salutes. Salutes to Rusty. He said we'll take it, but he didn't want to give us a score prediction. Don't run from that. Don't run from the score prediction. Don't do that. <laughs> Woo! We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next! I'm going to my guy, Phenom. 973-TOM, I see you in the building, Steve. You'll be coming up next. We're going to Phenom, though, all right? I know he's got some takes for us. For those of you that do not know, Phenom... He's a savage. Phenom, man, this show is off the rails, all right? We're talking about a lot of different things that have been going on here with the New York Jets. We got the Giants coming up. We're coming off of a bye week, man. What are your thoughts? Uh, Are you concerned that the Jets will come out flat offensively? Oh. We always have to be concerned about that with Zach Wilson being a quarterback. But let me let me go back, Joe. A uh, great show about mm-hmm. you know breast breast awareness and 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 that mm-hmm. breast cancer. Uh, great job. You got a big heart Thank for you. doing that. And um, um, this is a scary game for me. Jets Giants has always been. Uh, I'm in the Bronx, uh, and and this is a big game for because Giant fans are are chirping. I mean, you know, they had a they had a big win this weekend. We had a we had a a a, a Darren Waller signing of a sh- um, showing this week. He actually caught a touchdown. And Tyrod yeah. Taylor is always gave giving us a problem. And I'll say it, uh, Shaquan Barkley is one of the best backs in football. So you yes. have to stop him. If you do not mm-hmm. stop him, he could be it could be curtains for the Jets. That being said. Our defensive line has played well this year. Our defense has played well uh, this year. Uh, we were mm-hmm. we were pretty banged up in the secondary against one of the best offenses in football, and 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 for for three quarters it looked like we were going to get beat, and then we showed up, we played. But we have we have concerns. We know on any given Sunday one NFL team can beat another. So you can't go mm-hmm. too high and mighty into this game thinking we're just going to dominate. No, we have to show it on the field. The team that plays yeah. their best game wins this game. And uh, mm-hmm. it might be it might be um, the showdown of the running backs. Does does Brees win or does Saquon win? That might that might yeah. be the determining factor. Who runs the football the best? Does Zach mm. Zach can't make the big mistake? You know Zach Wilson is he's he's been playing well. He's played well in spots. Mm-hmm. He's 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 uh, uh, maybe uh, um, um, 
um, Aaron Rodgers has been whispering in his ear, or maybe mm-hmm. uh, um, Hackett has been uh, put, some, put him in some good positions. We need to run the football. We need to be balanced during the offensive attack. We need to get guys involved. You guys said it all. We need to get the tight ends. And all that stuff we have available to us. Um, yeah. Xavier Gibson, we need to get him the ball. He's explosive. We need another weapon. Uh, yeah. That's why. That's why Hardman is gone because he wasn't. He wasn't doing it. Uh, Hardman showed up against Buffalo. He showed up and done some great things. We're never going to forget that. That you know that Monday mm-hmm. night game. When I, none of us are going to yeah. forget that game. So, uh, Jets uh, three and three. If we would have been, if the, if Aaron Rodgers would have been here, and they said we would be two and three, people would have been a little upset. They, if we would have said at the beginning of the year. Zach Wilson is going to be the starting quarterback for the Jets, and we're three and three. We'd have been all over this. That being said, this is this is a trap game. This is a scary game. We can't go in too high and mighty. We got to play football. The defense has to set the tone. I could go on and on and on for hours, but we have we have a, a chance to control this game. If the defense mm-hmm. plays well, we have the shot to win. But look, look, but it's scary. It's scary. You, said, you said quite a bit. You said quite a bit. Listen, yeah. I'm I'm with you. You I know that this this <laughs> this team goes, you know, at this point as the defense goes, right? Defense comes out and dominates, it's gonna be no great. Question. But I look at the offense and I'm saying to myself, the red zone struggles that we've seen early in this year, they've gotta cease, man. We've gotta put up points. They've gotta go out there. And I'm not saying that Zach Wilson has to be uh, you know, Joe Montana, he doesn't have to be Drew Brees, he doesn't have to be Peyton Manning, but they've got to finish drives in the end zone. They must score points. And like you said, I think a big part of that is getting Brees the football, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, let's get Brees the football. Right. But what about a guy like Garrett Wilson, right? What about a guy like, like you said, Xavier Gibson? What about Alan Lazard? Why, why are we not? You know, putting putting the ball in Zach's hand, allow him to get the ball out of his hands quickly, that is something that should absolutely be implemented within this offense going forward. There should be some stuff early to get some quick throws, to get him rolling, to get him confident. Because, again, when you look at – let's go back to that Kansas City Chiefs game. Zach was cooking in that game. And he looked really, really good. And it was because he was making solid, concise decisions, getting the ball out of his hands quickly, hitting his reads, moving, moving the chains, and getting it done. Right? And I think that that's something that I, I want agree. to see out of this offense going forward, right? Especially coming out of this bye week. I want them to come out and start fast. Starting fast offensively for us, I think, will do wonders. Because then, guess what? It allows our defense to go out there and pin their ears back and say, okay, we're just going to take your heart away now. Right? When we're scoring points, I, I agree, defense I agree looks with you, Joe. It looks different. We're sustaining drives, our defense looks different. So that's what I want to see. But give me your thoughts on that. Uh, I I think you're absolutely on point. I was thinking about the Denver game. It seemed like the, there was a a, um, a plan in place, yes. an offensive plan in place to do some yes. things that would get Zach relaxed and and like that. Kansas City was I was I, I was amazed. That's the game I really wanted, uh, and, you mm-hmm. know, because it seemed like they did enough to win that game. And, but the Denver game coming back in that Denver game. They they mm-hmm. seemed like they were in control to a certain extent, mm-hmm. and then and then, who knew? Nobody. Did you really think they were going to beat Philly last week? I, of course you're going to tell me. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to tell me. So, but that was a surprise that that <laughs> happened. But like we said, on any given Sunday, one NFL team could beat another. 
But if, you know, if if you would have had a thousand dollars last week, and I said, hey, Joe, what do you, how much are you going to bet on the Jets? I would have loved to hear your 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 answer. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did. It's going to be it's going to be one of those ball games. For that. Yeah, I mean, I did live shows for that, but I didn't pick the Jets to win. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm not a liar like other people <laughs> no, around I, here that just no, 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 lying. no. I'm not. I'm not accusing you of lying, Joe. I didn't hear no, that no. show. So, uh, <laughs> no, you're my man. No, we're we're good. Uh, but no, no, that's this, this, is, this is this is this is this is this is just like Mets Yankees. Uh, this oh. is this is this is battle for this is battle for New York right now. Jets have been talking yeah. the football world all football season. Mm-hmm. Giants have not, not been getting any play. We beat them in the preseason, mm-hmm. as I remember. But now this is for this is for this is for the this is real. So mm-hmm. who shows up for the Jets? Like you like you guys have said it all. Do we come out slow and and then we got to fight our way back? <laughs> I, 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 because that's what that's what I have to be in. Kinda. I have the Jets mm-hmm. winning 2017. I have us winning by a field goal. Okay. I don't think it's gonna okay. be. I I don't think it's gonna be one of those. I I would love to say, oh, we put up 35. It's 35, 17, and Zach is rolling. But I don't see that yet. But is it possible? Sure. But I think it's gonna yeah. be 2017, and we're gonna sweat through the game, buddy. Okay. Listen, see now it's 2017. <laughs> Phenom did not run from the score prediction. Listen, Phenom, I got to slide off. We got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. Thanks, right? Joe. Absolutely. Thanks, Joe. Phenom bringing heat, okay? He be bringing heat. Salute to all the callers tonight. They've been bringing some takes. We're going to keep it moving, keep it rolling, though. 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, everybody be patient. We're going to get to everybody. Trust. Next. Going to my guy, Mike, from Tom's River. 973, you'll be next. Steve will come to you as well. We're going to Tom's River, though, all right? We got to go to him. For those of you that do not know Mike, he's a savage. <laughs> Mike salutes. Listen, my friend, we've been talking that talk tonight. Jets, Giants, we got them coming up. All right, we're coming out of a bye week. I'm hoping we don't come out sluggish, but... I want to see the New York Jets start fast offensively. I talked about it just a second ago. I need to see points, and not just Greg Zerline out there kicking field goals. I need touchdowns, all right? I need touchdowns. I need the Jets to finish drives in the end zone. What say you? I think uh, the last call, you hit it on perfectly. Uh, We have to start passing the ball on first and second down in the red zone instead of running two times and passing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, look, Zach, to me, and this is going to be my question for you, I really want to – we know that we've got teams coming up. We know that there's been a lot of talks around him. A lot of – some people feel like he's awful. I'm talking about Jets fans. Some Jets fans feel like he's awful. Some people feel like he's been playing good. I personally have been thinking he's been solid. You know, he hasn't been killing us. But I want to see the growth. I want to see if he's going to be able to come out and really continue to command the offense and grow within the offense. What are your expectations from Zach coming out of this bye week against the Giants? I would like to see him, like, with 230 yards passing, no turnovers. That's okay. No okay. You know. Okay. Um, get the tight ends involved, quick slants, uh, screen plays, mm-hmm. and, and once in a while throw it deep. 
Do you think we'll see a, an offensive game plan that kind of sets him up to get outside the pocket and throw, throw from there, throw on the move, stuff like that, bootleg, stuff like that? I think they should because because uh, I don't like the right guard. I don't like him at all. He, like he's like the turnstile. Mm. Um, I would I would West do Weiser. that and uh, sign this year too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would like to see interesting. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what we do here. And again, the the Giants they're dealing with uh, Jackson. He's dealing with a neck injury. We'll see if he plays. If he doesn't, man. There could be some targets yeah. to be had. Again, I want to see Garrett Wilson get the ball in his hands. And, again, we're talking about Xavier Gibson constantly. I want to see if his role gets expanded. Again, Nicole Hartman is gone. Uh, he was the guy that said, hey, he's emerging, so it made Nicole expandable. Well, what's going on? Are we going to see Nicole get the ball in his hands? Now, my next question for you, Tom, you talked about this offensive line, this right guard, Wes Schweitzer. If he plays, if Tittman doesn't play, it's probably going to be Schweitzer that's going to be in there at guard. How concerned are you about this offensive line facing up against this Giants front? A lot of people are sleeping on this. I'm not. Dexter Lawrence is a really good defensive lineman in this league, and Leonard Williams is pretty darn good too. And then you got Kayvon. He's getting. He's had like. He's got like five sacks mm-hmm. on the season. Are you concerned that this Jets offensive line won't be able to protect Zach properly? Um, I, it could be. Sexy Dexter is pretty good, you know. Um. I would say if, if that happens, you're going to have to start doing the uh, three-step drops, you know, short, quick passes, you know, get rid of the ball. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Now, we'll go to the defensive side of the ball real quick with you, Mike. Tyrod Taylor is probably going to be the guy that's starting. Danny's still dealing with that, uh, that neck injury. We'll see. But as of now, it looks like Tyrod's going to be the guy that's going to be out there. How concerned are you about his mobility against, you know, this Jets pass rush? Do you think that we'll be able to get to him early and often? Uh, Danny Dimes, he's he's good uh, at rushing, too. What we haven't talked about yet, um, I liked last week when they did against the Eagles when they had the two defensive, li- two defensive linemen down and then they had five standing up and they were and they were mm-hmm. threatening the blitz. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of that. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I think that'll that that'll go a lot further. That that confused uh, Jalen Hurts big time. He threw a lot of interceptions off that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, I want to see him shake things up as well. You know, I I don't want him to to get too carried away with blitzing. We've seen that really burn us in the past, especially. I think the Giants are really going to come out and have a similar game plan to what the the Cowboys tried to do against us, getting the ball out of his hands quickly. Oh, yeah. Getting the ball to yep. Saquon, again, we all know Saquon's a great back in this league, even though, you know, he's a giant. But still, I respect the talent. He's a great back in this league. Yeah, I think they're going to try to get him. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, and Waller as well. I've been talking about him tonight, Tom. I'm here on the West Coast. I watched him cook us consistently. I, I remember he was cooking people constantly with the Raiders. He's over there with the Giants now. I'm concerned about him, too. This is a guy that has a history of burning the Jets. What do you think the Jets should do against him defensively? I think you should play a lot more uh, nickel on him, like double mm. team him okay. at all, you know. Um, yeah. I think that's the way to do it, poison, you know. I think take Waller yeah. out and take uh, Barkley out. I, I think we're going to – I think we're going to beat the shit out of him. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, watch watch um, the language about family show, family show. Um, I know. Sorry. sorry. Um, but I think I think we're going to we're gonna beat them pretty good. Okay. Okay. And, again, we, we'll see uh, DJ Reed sauce. Still in concussion protocol. We'll see what happens going forward with them. Hopefully, they get cleared, uh, you know, before game time. Well, now, yeah, I'm, more, I'm, more, final... I'm worried about that because Reed Reed has go ahead, been, go ahead. you know, and then and and then Sauce, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, 
concussion. It should be like one week and then be back. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting scared about that. Yeah, I, I am worried about that as well. We saw them not get cleared last week. And, again, Sauce came out on social media, and, you know, we know he tweets and he goes back and forth. <laughs> Goes back and forth, you know, playfully with fans and, and definitely speaks his mind on social media. We see him speak his mind with players against as well, other players on other teams. And he said he felt fine. You know, he says he's feeling fine. He doesn't know what's going on. But again, you know, they're dealing with things medically and hopefully they both get cleared and everything's good uh, with them going forward. But we'll see. Because it was a shocker uh, when DJ was, you know, sidelined. But it was also, we were all really shocked about Sauce being on the protocol as well because it wasn't even really being talked about. It was just like all of a sudden he was, he wasn't playing against the Eagles and he was on a protocol. So we'll see what happens going forward again. Hopefully everything's good with them medically and they get cleared. So my final uh, question for you, uh, Tom, give me your score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Uh, I'm going to say Jets 28 to 10. Hmm. Jets 28-10. That's straight from Mike. All right, all right. Mike, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? You got some good takes, man. All right, thanks, Joe. All right, you have a good one. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, everybody be patient. Before we get back to them, though, Sir Foul Player of Booking salutes to you. He says, are the Jets resigning Makai long-term if he doesn't get injured this year? I would think that they would try to work out a deal with him, sir. And, again, I want to thank all the savages in the chat going back and forth um, and, and asking their questions. I come to you all when I can. You know, I'm one man, but we do this in between the calls. I would think that the New York Jets will try to work out something with him. But here's the deal, right? And I've always been straight, uh, very – uh, quick to put my takes out there, especially early. I've been talking about the rough terrain that could be coming, you know, in the forward in the future for this Jets offensive line, right? The rough terrain that they may face because if you don't get Makai signed long-term because he does not have a fifth-year option, right, which I believe they should have gave him, but they didn't, if you don't get him signed, then if you want to keep him, you're going to have to franchise him, which is going to be a lot of money, right? If he plays well this year, and shows that he can be that guy and stay healthy. Baby, let me tell you something. He's going to be a young, solid left tackle that has also shown you that he can play right tackle, but he's really a left tackle, as we all know. He's playing pretty well out there. If he shows you that he can do that, boy, oh, boy. (laughs) I don't know how y'all think that that boy's coming here cheap, but he's not. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Left tackles of his ilk on the free agency market? Oh, you better get ready to pay outside of your nose, okay? Let me tell you, it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) Let me tell you something, okay? Big time left tackles that have the talent that Makai Becton has shown? Brother, (laughs) you are going to pay. You know, I, I keep it all the way real with you. There have been tackles, not even left tackles, right tackles, just average right tackles that have been in free agency that have gotten paid enormous amounts of money. And it was like, I mean, he's okay, but he's just kind of (laughs) average. Right? So that's the scary situation and terrain that we're going forward with because if the New York Jets can't get him re-signed, you're going to have to franchise him, 
which is going to be some issues there. Let's keep it real. Because we know the history between the New York Jets front office and Makai Becton, it ain't all been good. All right? We all know, right? There's been a lot of things. He blamed them for an injury at one point. There was a lot of friction, a lot of talking about the coaching staff not liking him. There was issues with conditioning, all kinds of stuff, according to reports. All right? So uh, let me tell you something. I'm hoping, sir, foul player, that the New York Jets are going to be able to retain Makai Becton. But, man, things are looking a little rough. I'm hoping they're going to be able to pay him because let me tell you something. If he finishes this season without being injured and looks solid and looks like the Makai and continues to be the Makai Becton that we know, brother, good luck. Then you also got to worry about the New York Jets center position. We'll see what happens with that going forward. We know that, uh, you know, Connor McGovern, not here for the future. He's on a one-year deal. Okay, you slide Tipman over the center. You got to hold it right guard. Then you got to look at that right tackle position. ATV's coming back. Is he going to go to right tackle or is he going back to right guard? I'd like to see him go back to right guard. So you got to hold it right tackle. So potentially you can end up with a hole at left tackle, right guard, and right tackle. Or left tackle, I'm sorry, left tackle, center, and right tackle. And don't even get me started on people that want to get rid of Lake and Tomlinson. I'm on that train as well. That's a hole there at left guard. So you got to wonder, you know, what's going on and how we're going to handle this business going forward. So uh, it's going to be very interesting. Again, there's some moves that can be made. And I think draft capital, a lot of people talking about the Jets making trades and giving up first rounders. You got to wonder, you give up all these first rounders, where are we drafting guys? Especially when you look at the situation, right, where there are some really good offensive linemen coming out in this, this next draft. It's really good offensive line. Again, Things could shake out. We could be having big questions at left tackle and right tackle. And depending on what goes on with the guard situation, we can end up having some problems with left guard if we get rid of Lake and Thompson. All right? And there's people now questioning if ATV can stay healthy. I think he's all right. I think it's just, you know, he's had some injuries. I think he'll be fine. But there's people even questioning that as well. Salutes to all the savages. And I'm not bashing anybody for doing so. Right? I'm not bashing anybody. I don't think he's a – I know some Jets fans that have gone way too far, called him a bust and all that other stuff. People are questioning his health and his ability to stay healthy too. The second year, a big injury. Right? I think he'll be fine going forward. But uh, there's some questions. So that's my, my take on it. Again, we'll continue to talk about that as the season goes on. But there are some questions about the Jets' offensive line, especially when we're talking about protecting Aaron Rodgers going forward as he comes off an Achilles injury. You heard it here first. The Jets are going to have to do some work up front on that offensive line in this upcoming draft, trust me, and they've got to do it fast. A-Rod's going to be, probably only going to be here maybe two, maybe three years, maybe two, three more years. Got to fix it up front, all right? 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to the savages. I'm talking to the savages in the chat. I'm talking to the savages on the line. You know, that's what I'm all about here. I love this team. Next, we're going to nine coming to you. Steve, you will be next. 973, we're coming directly to you. 973, you're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts on this New York Jets football team matching up against this Giants. Are you concerned about them coming out flat coming off of a bye week? 
Let's go, Joe. It has been three years since I last called into the show. It's Prestige Shogun, by the way. So, okay. you, know, you know, I'm bringing okay. the heat. Okay. I'm bringing the heat tonight, baby. Hear from you, Shogun. Listen, hold on. For those of you yeah. that do not know Shogun, he's a savage, man. He's a savage. We ain't heard from him in a million years. That's awesome. We ain't like a million years, but he is a savage, all right? Listen, Shogun, I have... we're talking that talk. We're talking that talk tonight. Jets, yep, Giants, yes we are. are you concerned about the Jets coming out flat off of a bye week? Is that a concern of yours? Give me your thoughts. You know what? Not this week. I think this is a defense where we could actually get it right against, and I think Zach Wilson, he should have a good game, and not for nothing. I've I got to throw this in here. I'm seeing a lot of Gi- I'm saying a lot, let's be a, a lot of Giants fans talking a lot of smack before this game, saying how Zach Wilson's going to see ghosts against that defense, or how we're not ready mm. for him, or that we don't run New York. Man, you're two and five. You're eating chicken nuggets at the kids' table, or we're eating steak at three and three, competing <laughs> for a division title. What you on about? What you on about? You don't run Yo. nothing. You don't run Yo. nothing. Shogun talking that talk. He talking that fire early. Okay, listen. I, I'm with it. I'm with it. Let's get to it. Okay, now we're talking about I told you. this team coming out. You're saying you, you think we start fast, right? And this is something I, I want to see out of this Jets team coming out the bye week. I want to see the offense start fast. That's what I want, all right? I want to see us rectify our issues in the red zone. Do you think that we will do just that? Do you think the New York Jets – will clean up the red zone issues that we've, that we've seen earlier in this year coming out of the bye week as well. Yeah, and I think this week at the very least because the Giants rank near last in red zone defense, so I think big plus for us. And I think Hackett and Salah are, have cooked something up over the last – they've had two weeks to prepare for the Giants team. Keep that in mind. A team that's not very good in my opinion, and I'm sure you would agree. Obviously, you've got to play the game because it's the NFL after all. But – yeah. There's no reason to be afraid of this Giants team, whether it's Jones mm. or Taylor. Like, you give the ball to Brees, the Giants are not good at stopping the run. Garrett Wilson should be mm. a nightmare for any of their defensive backs. Like, you already know, feed Brees. Brees, he sees meat on the table, and he's going to get it. He's going to eat. Got him over 100 yards mm. rushing and a tutty. I smell it. Did Garrett Wilson have a big mm. game. Zach Wilson, Zach has got to play clean football at the very best. But I want to see him. I want to see this team. Just humble the Giants. Humble their fans, at least. Giants fans, with all that smack they're talking, they're asking for an ass-whooping. Sorry to curse, but they're asking, mm, they're yeah, asking no, for no. it. They're oh, asking for it. Here we go! Shogun talking that talk. Now, you know, watch it. It's a family show. But I, I, I feel the energy. I know you're fired up, all right? Just, you know, watch it, watch it. Now, you're talking about Brees, Brees Hall. Yes, we do need to get him the football. I want to see Izzy get involved as well. Right, of course we want to love see him. Carter. I, love I think we need. I think we got a slow cook down though. All right, maybe sit him mm-hmm. down for a yeah. little bit and allow other things He's to go. Not, but I think not like, him. <laughs> this Jets defense, right? This Jets defense, Shogun. You talked a little bit about it. We got to get after Tyrod Taylor. We know that he's mobile. I think that he's going to be the guy that's going to end up being the starter because Danny is still dealing. Danny Dimes or Daniel Jones is still dealing with that neck injury. But I yeah, know I agree. he brings a different – I think he brings a different threat, right, because he's mobile, he can move and he do does. a bunch of things. But how concerned are you about Saquon Barkley, man? 
I know everybody's fired up, but Saquon is still a darn good back in this league. Come out the backfield, catch the football, right? We've seen us get cooked by that in the past. Quick passes, stuff like Mm -hmm. that, really throw the Jets' defense off. How worried are you about Saquon Barkley? I mean, yeah, I've been watching Saquon since he was, like, a freshman at Penn State. I'm a Penn State Nittany Lion guy myself. He's the greatest Nittany Lion ever. And, yeah, he's someone you got to watch out for. Like, the Jets seem to have gotten a little better stop on the run this year, but I think Saquon still brings a big threat. I don't think he's going to have many explosive plays. I don't think that our defense is going to allow that. Like, our offensive line, for example, I think it matches up well against the Giants' defensive line. I know the defensive line's got some dogs, Dexter Lawrence, just to name one. But I think we can handle mm-hmm. it. We can we've handled better handled better defensive lines. I think we should handle the Giants. Giants fans out here talking okay. like, oh, imagine what our defense is going to do to the Jets' offense. Zach Wilson going to be seeing ghosts. Why don't we talk about what Tyrod Taylor is going to be seeing? He's going to be seeing demons mm. in his dreams this weekend. Ooh. You got Ooh, Jermaine Johnson, listen. Bryce Huff, Quinton Williams, oh. JFM. I could go on. Mm. Ooh, I'm probably missing a few others, but imagine Sauce and DJ Reed come back then. Takes away your deep threat for Jalen Hyatt, and he's not going to be able to outrun Sauce Gardner or Jordan Whitehead, who's lying in the backfield, just mm. waiting to pick you apart. So I think this is a game that we got to win. I don't want to see a slow start. Mm. Bottom line, I do not want to see a slow start. we got to get off, get our foot on the gas pedal. I love it. First play mm. of the game, Brees Hall takes it 80 yards of the house. would love for that to happen. we got to see how it mm. goes. I think that – I think we should take care of business. I think we're the better team, and I think it's just – we want it more. We're motivated, and we really believe Rodgers is going to come back this year. Whether he does or doesn't, that's to be decided, to be seen down the future. But these players, mm. they want to win as many games as possible for him to get back, and I think Zach understands that too. So I think mm. we're getting it done this weekend. Not scared of the Giants. Give me, give me your final score prediction, Shogun. Just let me know. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? Jets-Giants. This whole game's been turned into an extravaganza in my history class with everybody. I've turned it into the main event. I got the Jets winning 23-13. to 13. Ooh, okay. Said 23-13, you took the Jets. You got it. Listen, Shogun, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, man. I want to hear from you more often. You got great takes, man. Yes, sir. Right. Thank you for having me on. Good to be back here after three years. Absolutely. You have a good one. Listen, Shogun came on with some fire. He came on with some fire, okay? We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. Tonight, I don't think I've had anybody take the Giants at all. This has been – Jets been a very, very confident. Very confident. And, you know, spirits are higher around the teams. You should be. We'll get to the questions in the chat in a second. GBH, I'll see you in the building. We'll come to you in a little bit. But we got to go to Steve, man. We're going to Steve. 857, we'll come to you next. Okay, we'll come to you next. But we got to go to Steve, all right? For those of you that do not know, Steve, he's a savage. Damn, Steve is a savage. Salute, Steve. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, man, we're talking Jets, Giants. There's a lot of Jets fans that have called in tonight. You know, it's been phenomenal. And I'm here nothing but just confident. People are excited. People are ready to go. 
They're saying we're going to smash the Giants. A lot of people talking about the Jets' offense, particularly Zach Wilson. A lot of people saying we're going to start fast and get into the end zone early. What are your thoughts on that, man? Hey, Joe. Well, first of all, thank you again for having me on your show. It's always great to talk about this team. Obviously, last week we didn't have to worry about the team. It was a nice, relaxing week for Jet fans last week. We got to mm-hmm. enjoy some football, not worry about, you know, the team playing. But now, obviously, now it's time to go back to work this week against the Giants. And before we talk about this game, I just want to let you know, Joe, I'll be one of the Jet fans representing at MetLife Stadium this Sunday because I'll be at the awesome. game on Sunday. Awesome. That is awesome to hear. I hope you have an amazing time at MetLife, man. Yeah, even though MetLife is a garbage dump, I'll just tell you that. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we can definitely talk. Well, let's talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> a little bit later. Yeah, I know. That toaster oven. But go ahead, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead, Steve. But anyway, Joe, so here is my things about going into this game, you know, as we get ready to play against the New York uh, Giants. You know, I am going to say this. I watched the Giants last week, you know. They're coming off of a 14-7 win against their division rivals, the Washington Commanders. And, you know, they ended up, they ended up winning 14-7. And here is the thing what I'm going to say about their team. Their, their defense is coming off of one of their best games of the season, you know, because they got to Sim Howe quite a few times last week when they played against the Commanders. Like, they beat them up. They beat them up pretty good. But the thing is, though, like, because we don't know about, like, because we were talk- you were talking about their quarterback situation, we don't know if Daniel Jones is going to be healthy enough to play against us on Sunday. Because one thing the Giants did say, Daniel Jones, when he's healthy, he is going to be the starter. But if he's not healthy, then that's when Tyrod Taylor comes in. And listen, we face we yeah. have faced Tyrod Taylor a lot in the past. You know, because Tyrod Taylor, remember, he used to play for Buffalo for a few years before the Bills decided to move on and get their new quarterback, which was Josh Allen. Now, yep. when I look at this Giants defense when i look at their defense the strongest part about their defense is their defensive front you know because obviously leonard williams who used to play for us you know he's having a decent season uh dexter lawrence on the on the defensive line is good too but the player on their line that we do have to watch out for is their edge rusher Tavon thibodeau he is the one Mm -hmm. player on that on that defensive line on the edge that we have to watch out for. Because whether he's facing Beckton or Max Mitchell on Sunday, he's going to be one of the key players we have to watch out for on the edge. Now, also, too, as someone mentioned on the Giants' offense, in order to to have Tyrod Taylor make mistakes, put pressure on him, also another thing is we can't let Saquon Barkley have a field day against us because – if Barkley yeah. ends up going off on us, there's a good chance that we could lose this game. But if the Jets defense can <coughs> excuse me, maintain Barkley, then we will definitely win this game. And the one thing is yeah. about the Jets offenses, they need to work on it. When we get into the red zone, and you mentioned this show, 
We have to score touchdowns in the red zone. We can't let everything yeah. go put more pressure on Greg Zerline to kick field goals. Like, we have to get touchdowns. And hopefully that was something that Zach and the offense maybe worked together on during the bye week. But now we'll see what happens yeah. this upcoming Sunday. Yeah, listen, Steve, you, you you brought some great points, and I want to go back to what you were talking about with the Jets' defense. Uh, everybody's talking about, you know, listen, Jalen Hyatt is a good player. You talked about Saquon Barkley and locking things down, but there's a chance that Reed and Sauce may not play. They're still in the concussion protocol. We'll see. But, you know, we've seen this happen before. We were without them last week. Maybe they don't get cleared if they do not get cleared for this upcoming game against the Giants. Uh, Are you still confident that the Jets secondary will be able to handle things? I would be – first of all, let me just say, Joe, I would be very, Mm -hmm. very shocked if E.J. Reed and Sauce Gardner do not get cleared. I mean, listen, I know ever since last year, ever since what what happened to Tua Tagovailoa last year in Mm -hmm. that Thursday night game against Cincinnati – Unfortunately, the NFL concussion protocol has been very, very, very strict ever since what happened to Tua Tungo-Viola last year when he got carted off the stretcher in the game against Cincinnati. But you know something, Joe? Now, another thing I'm going to say is I am going to be really shocked if Sauce and DJ do not clear the protocol. Because if they don't clear Mm -hmm. the protocol, I'm going to be really shocked about it. Because D.J. Reed has now missed two straight games. And, you know, D.J. Reed and Sauce both had a, a week to get rest. They both had a chance to rest their bodies this week. I know on Monday mm-hmm. Sala did announce that they were still in the concussion protocol, but Sala mm-hmm. did say that he's going to find out. And we'll find out, obviously, tomorrow when the first injury yeah. report comes out tomorrow. Yeah, now, Wednesday, Joe, Wednesday is definitely going to be a day where player, those guys are going to going to definitely feel things you know we're going to definitely feel things out especially Wednesday and again we'll figure out what's going on with Tipman as well and that yeah. that speaks to your point too about the Jets about the Giants excuse me defensive line if we're without Tipman you're going to have Schweitzer out there we've seen Schweitzer being a little bit up and down listen Dexter Lawrence Leonard Williams and Kayvon those guys can get after it we got to make sure that we can protect yeah. uh, Zach but my next question for you, too, though, Steve, is you're talking about a lot of guys. We talked about Saquon. You talked about Hyatt. How concerned are you about Darren Waller? We've seen him cook the Jets in the past. He, he was another player that I was just about to talk about next. So mm-hmm. here is the thing. Darren Waller was the biggest acquisition for the Giants this offseason. He was their biggest acquisition in the offseason. And they, and they ended up leasing a trade with him with the Raiders, obviously, during the offseason. I mean, obviously, we've seen how bad of an organization the Raiders are. But, you know, mm-hmm. but Darren Waller, he is a phenomenal talent, and he is another player. that the, and, and the thing is, in the past, the Jets have had some issues, unfortunately, still at the tight end position. I mean, hey, listen, even though we beat Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago, remember, Dallas Goddard did have a decent game against us when we did play yes. against the Eagles. And now we're going up against Darren Waller. And Darren Waller, let me tell you, when Darren Waller gets going, he gets going. I even remember the last time when we played against Darren Waller, that was when he was still a member of the Raiders. That was obviously the final season we had with Adam Gaze. And I remembered in that game against when, when the Jets played the Raiders, he absolutely out – Darren Waller torched us in that game. 
And even though the Jets still to this day shouldn't have won that game, Darren Waller still had a great game against us, even if we had beaten them that day. But Darren Waller is going to be the player that the Jets do have to watch out for. Darren Waller yeah. and Saquon Barkley are the, are, are the Giants' two most dangerous offensive players. We can shut those players down. We can beat them mm-hmm. on Sunday. Now, yeah. last thing I just wanted to say, Joe, before I let you talk quickly. again, this no, quickly. is a game, yeah, you know, for Zach coming up. You know, after from the from from having a week off, you know, my only concern is, you know, when the Jets in the past have come in off five weeks, the Jets, unfortunately, Joe, have laid flat as a pancake. They have laid flat as a pancake the last couple of years, ever since every every time when we come off of a bye. In the last ten years, Joe, the New York Jets are one and nine coming off a bye. One and nine yeah. coming off a of bye week, and that is unacceptable. This Sunday, we have to prove, and we need to start fast. Like, the one thing that the Jets cannot do is have these slow starts. We had a slow start against Denver. We had a slow start mm-hmm. against Kansas City. We had a slow yep. start against Philadelphia. But we cannot give up an opening drive touchdown to start the game because if, let's say, if that happens, we could be in trouble. But we got it. But we're going to see what happens this Sunday. Yeah, listen, that was quite a bit of great takes from you, Steve. Final, give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? I definitely still believe that we will win this game because I know the Jets are a better football team than the Giants are this year. I'm going to give the New York Jets a 27 to 13 win over the Giants. Mm, okay. Listen, Steve, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Listen, we're going to hey, keep night, moving and shaking, all right? Steve, with a great call. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. I'll come to y'all questions next. We got to get to Chris. Salutes, Edward Stewart. Again, everybody, please hit the thumbs up button. Subscribe if you haven't already. Please uh, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you'll be in the know. Also, if you want to give to the platform, the Super Chat is there. Cash App is at the bottom of your screen. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. And as well, listen, I'm wearing pink. We're in the month of breast cancer awareness. Please get involved. My Suzy G. Coleman uh, donation page link is there. I think we're trying to raise uh, 200 bucks. I know it's a small amount, but, you know, we're doing whatever we can to fight against breast cancer. Please give a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. You know, give anything that you can. It really helps go a long way. Skip a coffee for a day and do whatever you can. Again, give it here to the uh, Susie G. Coleman Foundation. That money goes directly to the Susie G. Coleman Foundation straight through uh, their donation page on their website uh, hosted by me. So please, please, please um, give to, to you know, the, the page there, the donation page, to fight against breast cancer and bring breast cancer awareness. We're doing whatever we can to eradicate this awful disease. So we're going to get back to the lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, we're going to my guy, Chris. We're going to Chris. I know Chris has some things to say. For those of you that do not know, Chris, he's a savage. Chris, this has been a hot show, bro. Look, I, I'm here yeah, I know. talking that talk. 
I got people calling in saying we're going to kill the Giants. We're going to blow them out. I'm just listening to everybody, okay? I'm a yeah. Jets fan through and through just like everybody listening as well, and I want to hear everybody's perspective. Now, my big thing is I want to see the New York Jets offense come out and start fast. I need to see touchdowns. I need to see points being scored in the red zone. I need to see right. Zach Wilson, okay? I need to see Zach Wilson take command of his game and throw the Jets into a W, all right? That's what I want to see. What are your thoughts, Chris? What do you think we see from the Jets' offense? Do you think they come out fast? And what are your expectations for Zach Wilson? It's going to be a tough game for Zach Wilson, man. You got uh, the Giants. You got mm. Martindale. It's going to be a okay. tough game, yeah. man. Yes. <laughs> people think that the yeah, Jets are a lot going of people to just walk with the Giants and, and blow them out. Yeah. And like the, you know, the Giants are a really good team, man. The defense is mm-hmm. really good. And, yes. you know, this is going to be a fight, man. This is this is going to be a, a, a knock em sock em game. You know, it's going to be old-style mm-hmm. football, running the football. You know, Will will win this game. This is going to be a physical game, I'm telling you. Mm. I, I, so you I just look at it. I just see it the way it is. Okay, so you think that this game is going to be about getting the ball in Brees Hall's hands, uh, according to what you're saying right now. How many? Okay, how many carries yeah. are you thinking? How many carries do you think it's going to take to put the New York Jets offense in a spot to really deliver a victory? Talk to me. I think that it will take at least at least got to get 15, 15 carries. They got to do the screens. They got to even utilize Dalvin Cook out of the uh, the backfield. They got to utilize oh. Garrett Wilson in the slot. They got to utilize oh, everything good. they have on the offense to call, you know. But unfortunately, I'm just going to, like, you know, I'm just telling you, like, you know, I see this team, this, this giant defense, and they're, they're, they're pretty mm-hmm. good, man. So, I mean, people think they're going to blow these guys out, expect the people to start yeah. fast. You may be sadly disappointed, you know, because I look at the Giants. It's like you got Wink, you got Wink Dartnell down. He was the defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens for years. Yes, he was. You know, so I mean, locked down defenses. You know, yeah. And uh, some people, some people have forgotten. At one point, Wink Martindale was a hot name in the head coaching search. He was yeah. hot. I'm talking white hot. Yeah. Like there were teams that were yeah. screaming about bringing him in, and, and I, you know, I, I know that things have changed. Things change in the league, and but he's still, a, you know, one of those guys out there, and uh, he can yeah. still put some things together. Wink is a really good defensive coordinator. You're absolutely bringing the heat there with that take. But as we continue to talk about this, I know you you just said earlier, right? You want to see them get the ball to Dalvin Cook coming out the backfield. I want to see Michael Carter utilized more in the passing game. And I don't understand mm-hmm. why he hasn't been, because that's a guy that I think I, – I, at this point we're seeing, I think that Michael Carter is better than Dalvin Cook right now. That's right. truly what I believe. I think that Dalvin Cook – and look, I know we spent money to bring him in and we were all excited. Oh, you know, Dalvin, Dalvin, Dalvin. He was just, you know, kind of an added piece. But he has looked really slow. He has looked yeah. like a guy that – you know, ain't moving as fast as he has in the past. So my question to you is, do you think that we'll see that change made to the offense as we continue to, uh, you know, go forward after this bye week? Do you think we'll see Michael Carter implemented within the offense more? I think they will. I think they, they'll put him in there. But, you know, one of the things Dalvin Cook messed up on is that, you know, from my look at it, he didn't play the preseason. 
He should have made mm-hmm. his decision, like, to play Ooh. in the start of the season and get everything ramped up. Now he's going yes. through the pre-thing of the, of the season, getting ramped up mm-hmm. and everything else. And, you know, obviously he's not in full form. So um, mm. you got, you know, got to gotta go with Michael Carter, you know, maybe get easy in there. But, um, you know, this game is going to be very, very tough, man, for the Jets to win. Yeah. No, it is, especially, again, you look at this <laughs> offensive line, and that's where I want to get with you as well. There's been a lot of talk. You, like you said, this, this uh, Giants defensive front is, listen, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, they get after it. This defense is, is pretty yeah. solid. But when you look at this situation, you got, you know, this, you got Wes Weiser up front. Are you concerned, because Tippman is still dealing with that thigh injury, if he doesn't play, then yeah, Schweitzer's going to be out there. Are you concerned about this <laughs> yes. offensive line getting mauled? Yes, I am very concerned mm. about this offensive line getting mauled up the middle. And Dexter Lawrence mm. is, is a big guy, man. He's very yes, tough he's up the middle. Leonard Williams tackles in the league. Go and, ahead. I'm and, sorry. Yeah, I don't mean to cut so you off. So Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams is, is 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 borderline Pro Bowl guy. So we got some problems yeah. up the middle. You know. So yeah. I got I got you know like I said like I, you know this is going to be a, a, a knock em, sock em running game. It's is who has the will in the offensive line uh, mm-hmm. to carry the team over the thing. It's going to be one of those games, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling everybody right now, don't expect Zach Wilson to come out and throw 100, I mean, passes. And, you know, he ain't going to have time in that pocket, man. You got two guys mm. on the right-hand side that, that, are, that are new. You got, you know, offensive line down, and you got the Giants defense coming. You know, I mean, they put a hurting on, on – on, uh, Buffalo and Washington's offensive yeah. line. You know, so it's going to be a tough yeah. game, man. So. Yeah. Now, as we continue forward, and we're talking about this offensive line, I know that you're a big Makai Becton guy as well. Dwayne yeah. Brown looks like he's going to be coming off the IR this week at some mm-hmm. point. What do you, how do you think the Jets are going to handle him going forward? Do you think that eventually we'll see him literally just being the starting left tackle? You know, it'll probably be after this week, even if, if they do that. But do you think that they'll, you know, give him his spot back? Or how do you think they'll handle this situation with him? I mean, this is the thing. Uh, I think Makai's a team guy. I think he wants to do what's best for the team. And people says, oh, mm-hmm. he don't want to go back to right tackle. I think he's overcome that. I think he knows what his position is. I know he's got enough play and tape to know he's a left tackle. I don't – people mm-hmm. don't still have a problem going back to, to right tackle. No, he will not. You know what I'm saying? Let's dead that rumor right now, Jeff fans. He will not have a problem if the team is getting blown out and getting mauled. He won't have a problem going back to right tackle. Forget all that stuff you guys are talking about. Guys are team okay. players. They're not, they're, they're not like looking, you know, he's going to get his money, okay? Mm-hmm. He knows that. Oh, yes. But, you know, like, he, man, yes, he, he has no problem, mm-hmm. no problem going back to right tackle to um, – to to um to uh to help out this 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 team, he loves he likes mm-hmm. his team, he likes the organization, he wants to be a long term mm-hmm. part of the team. Okay, yeah. So forget that stuff. Where people, where people say, oh, we don't know how Makai Rebecton would feel if he went. No, he would go to right tackle if the team needed. If Salah asked him to go to go to the to to, to the um to the uh to the other the other side, he would do it. So. Yeah, but again, well, here, you know here, that, what, that if that's best for the team, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's the deal, though. I don't think that's best for the team at all 
Uh, if we're right. doing what's best for the team, Makai Becton needs to continue to remain the New York Jets starting left tackle. Right. That's what needs to happen. Right. Because Dwayne Brown, listen, he's what, 30, 38, I think it is, something like that. Right. We saw what he brought to the table. Let's be serious. Mm-hmm. He's old, stiff. I get it. He could be a quality right. depth piece here. But what's best for the team is Makai Becton to remain at left tackle. I agree. Max Mitchell or Billy Turner over at the right side and let that be that oh. going forward. Now, he could be a quality depth piece. Yeah, that right tackle is <laughs> that, that right tackle spot, you know, we're working on it. But now right. we know that, you know, uh, you know we'll, we'll see what happens going forward. Now, he could be a quality depth piece, but I do not want to see Dwayne Brown back right, in that starting left tackle yeah, spot. I, I don't. I don't. And, but I hear you. I think, uh, again, I think Makai Beckton would be more than willing to go back uh, to right tackle if asked. But I, I don't right. think that he should be pushed over there because let me tell you something, they're doing some good work. Now, as we go over to the other side of the ball quickly, Chris, there's a chance, you know, Reed and Sauce may not play if they don't clear the concussion mm-hmm. protocol. We saw, you know, it was kind of miraculously they didn't, they didn't clear it last week. If they don't clear the concussion protocol this week, does that mess with your level of confidence in the Jets no. going into the, you know, and, no. and beating the Giants? No. Okay. No, I have. I told you. I told you about my boy Brent Hall. To I told mm-hmm. y'all. I told mm-hmm. y'all, man. He you is did. the starting cornerback in this in in this league. I seen you this did. guy playing VA, man. You did. This guy can play with the best of them, and he showed it mm-hmm. last week, and he can show it again. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. Everybody's okay. talking about this. You know, this guy. We just turn like he gonna play. He gonna he gonna show up. Okay. So you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about Bryce Hall, man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How concerned are you about Saquon Barkley and Darren Waller? That's my final and question. That's the, and that's the yeah, and that's the thing, right? So with the with with the with the with the teams going with the teams going back and forth consistently, there's about to be one there's there's about to be like one of these defensive lines is going to get tired out, and then that's when the the, the guy starts coming in. Hitting Saquon yeah. Barkley all the time, you know, and he taking the hits can wear you down. So that's why I said mm-hmm. this is going to be like a heavyweight fight because you got two defenses that are that are just Super Bowl type defenses. Except the secondary with the Giants, I don't think are as good as the Jets. But as far as the front, yeah, end, I don't think the Giants. Are they, they, go, they, go ahead. They're, 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 as far as the front end, they're they're, mm-hmm. they're just as they're they're just as talented as anybody in the NFL. So this is going to be yeah, a heavyweight good. fight with uh, with this team, and uh, it's mm-hmm. been who wears down first. But Saquon yeah. can explode and take over a game at any point. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you give no, that listen, guy a whole. He's just like yeah, he's 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 yeah. he's instant offense. Yeah. I'm just telling you, like he, I said, I, he's yeah. their Brees Hall. He's yeah, literally their Brees Hall. Like <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? He was their Brees Hall before Brees Hall yeah. was. The Jets, Bruce Hall. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Saquon's right. been doing right. doing things over there with the Giants for you know for a long time, and he's been really good. Yeah. Um, and I'm concerned about him. I'm absolutely concerned about him, not just running the football, but coming out of the backfield catching the football. But Chris, right. before I let you go, because we got other calls I got to get to, give right. me a final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? People ain't gonna like this, right? Uh oh. But I think the Giants, Uh-oh. the Giants win this game. 16 to 13. And I think Zach 16 will to 13. Back. Wow, 16 to 13. And he says Zach takes it, kicks himself back. Wow. <laughs> 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 
You are the first caller tonight to take the Giants, Chris. You speaking your mind. Listen, I got to slide off. Next time I ever call, I want to hear from you. Listen, Chris. Whoo, Chris is the first caller tonight. First Jets caller tonight that took <laughs> that took the Giants. I'm a little shocked. I'm a little shocked, okay? We keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. We'll get to BK in a second. We'll come to you just next, my friend. I'm, I'm going to be talking to you. Now, i got to go to the chat really quickly. GVH says, Joe, I know you like Becton, so I'll put this to you. Sign Becton, Huff, or Mosley, knowing that we have uh, A-Rod hit coming up, maybe a conversation for the offseason, but it fits in with the topic. We were talking about that earlier. Listen, I hear you, G. I hear you. And, uh, but there's a lot of things that go into play with that. Again, signing Becton, you're going to be paying a lot of money for a solid starting left tackle. You're going to be paying a lot of money to do that. Huff, oh, brother, if y'all think he's coming cheap, let me tell you, he's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not coming cheap, right? Especially if he continues the production that we've seen out of him. I personally think that he's the, the motor that really is revving the engine of the New York Jets defense. His pass rush, the pressure that he's been able to put on, some of the things he's been able to do has really put some things together. That guy, I have him right up there with probably one of the, uh, you know, top one of the best players on the Jets defense, period, right? The things that he's able to do is, is crazy from, the, you know, rushing the passer. Now, keep in mind, the New York Jets have struggled in the past uh, having pass rushers. I remember at one point the Jets hadn't had a pass rusher since John Abraham. It was years ago, years ago. But now we see the emergence, again, of Huff. We see the emergence of, of, of um, Jermaine Johnson, all these guys being able to get after it. Huff is going to take a lot of money to get signed as well. Mosley, C.J. Mosley, it's interesting that you bring him up. His contract, he's still here. They just reworked his contract recently. I think he's here through 2026. He's got a bunch of void years and stuff. That contract is crazy, and it's an albatross. Why? Because of garbage general managers like Mike McCagney. Wow. He gave, listen, I love CJ, but he gave him a contract that is astronomical. And the Jets have worked that out. They've added some void years, try to work things out. But boy, oh boy, uh, <laughs> it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough to get guys signed and figure things out. But again, we've still got some other questions as well. There's guys coming up for contract. We've got holes. And A-Rod, that hit's coming. That hit is coming. So it's going to be very tough to see what the Jets, you know, are going to do. It's going to be very interesting to see what the Jets do. I will say that. It's going to be very interesting. So we'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. We'll come to other questions as well. Jay Clark, I believe, is, uh, was the name. We'll come to your question in just a second. But we've got to get back to these lines. We've got to go to BK, man. For those of you that do not know, I'm going to BK. BK is a savage. <laughs> salutes we're talking that talk i'm talking about the giants i'm talking about the jets i'm talking about the jets versus the giants got a lot of things moving and shaking i'm looking at this Jets defense and i'm wondering you know how many sacks are they going to get against tyrod taylor i think he's going to be the guy that actually starts and i'm also concerned about tyrod taylor's mobility being an issue to the new york jets defense what say you well listen man i think that i'm looking at at least four you got to come close four sacks you got to come closer to your phone. I'm I don't know sorry if you have headphones uh, or you got some, some blue things or something. Please uh, turn that off and come a little bit closer to your phone. You sound far away. So uh, please, please make the make the corrections. Better? As we better? continue to talk about this situation, say it again. It's better? 
Yeah, that's way better. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was saying I think uh, at least four sacks, at least four. At okay. least four sacks okay. I, see, I see this week. Yeah, man, definitely. Okay. So what are your thoughts about his mobility, man? Are you concerned that he's going to be able to utilize his feet and, and you know, move the chains? Well, we saw that with Russell Wilson. We saw that with Russell Wilson. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that concerned, man. I think he's going to make some plays, but I don't mm-hmm. think that it's going to be enough to win the game. You know what I'm saying? I really don't see that happening. I'll be I'll be surprised if it does. But he he's gonna make plays, but I don't that's not gonna be enough to win the game. The defense will win the game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when you look at the situation, you said the defense is gonna win the game. How concerned are you about yeah. a guy like Darren Waller, man? And Saquon Barkley. Those are two big weapons they got. Yeah, I'm not concerned about them because the way they play defense, they well first of all they make good adjustments after halftime. They may make some plays. Mm-hmm. But they won't be dominant. I will be. I don't see them being a dominant in the game. They'll make plays. They definitely okay. make plays. But they, I don't see them being dominant. I don't see that. Okay. What are your uh, expectations you know. of Zach Wilson and the Jets' offense? Right. They got to score some points. Do you think Jets? Uh-huh. Do you think Zach comes out the bye and really, you know, turns the page, turns the corner, really starts to air things out? Is that your expectations for him? Well, it's gonna run. It's gonna run through the running backs. If they, you know, definitely mm. through Brees Hall. Uh, they're gonna get the tight ends involved because the Giants they, they they play good on defense, but I think if they get the tight ends involved early, um, they'll definitely be able to move the ball. So I, I expect them to get get in, get in the end zone at least twice, at least okay. twice. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Okay. Happening. How many carries yeah. do you think we'll see from Brees? You probably won't see no more than at the most twenty carries, twenty one carries. Okay. That's what you probably okay. will see because they might mix that mix it up because. Their defense, they they do get up, they do get upfield pretty fast sometimes, and they mm-hmm. they're going to make plays, so they just going to make plays. But I think if they spread them out at times, get the ball to their tight ends, throw the ball to their running backs, and then also hand the ball off, they should be able to move the ball. Wonderful, yeah, listen, yeah. BK. Before I let you go, mm-hmm. man, give me your final score sure. prediction. Jets, Giants. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Just win the game. They win the game probably twenty-four to like a nine. Twenty forty nine taking Jets. All right, yeah. listen. Yeah. Listen, BK, I gotta slide off. I got other callers. Yes, I wanna sir. thank you for calling in, my friend. You have yourself a good one, all right? You as well, peace. All right. We're gonna keep getting to these lines. Again, we're low on time, so we're moving. All right, moving and shaking. You know how blog talk like to get after you, boy. Okay. <laughs> Next we're going to my guy, Tim. For those of you that do not know Tim, he's a savage. <laughs> Salutes to you, Tim. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, my friend, a lot of talk here about the Jets-Giants. What are your thoughts? Do you think the New York Jets offense will come out fast against this Giants defense? Uh, Yeah, I think they will. Absolutely. Why not? Right? I mean – you know, they've, as Salah said, they've embarrassed the, the three best quarterbacks in the league through six weeks. So yep. I don't think we'll have any problem with the Giants whatsoever. If we do have a problem with the Giants, then we have a problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> because okay. there, there's, there's no reason we shouldn't destroy them. <laughs> Tim talking that talk. All right. Well, so what are, you, what are your expectations of Zach Wilson in this game? Are you thinking that – you know, he's going to be able to come out and maybe throw for over 300 yards? I mean, y'all sound like it's going to be easy-peasy. Is What are your expectations, man? 
I don't know about three hundo. I think we're. I think Brees is going to go nuts. I think. Uh, okay. I think this might be Zach. I think this might be Zach's breakout game. You know what I'm saying? Because, okay. you know, the guy has played amazing against some of the best defenses in the whole league throughout the first six games. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if we can just give him a game where he can finally get those those longer pass looks that we need, then we're going to be all set. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, I think he okay. could have a I think he could have a 300 yard game just because our receivers uh, are really great after the catch, right? Like if he can get yeah. what we've been what we've been seeing from him is a lot of back shoulder throws. If he can start to lead mm-hmm. those guys a little bit more, like a yard yard and a half, two yards, you know, we're going to end mm-hmm. up with so much yak and so many more TDs. So we just got to yeah. – I'm not saying the back shoulder passes aren't necessary when you're playing a good defense because they are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you have a defense that you maybe could take the top off of, he's got to start – I don't know if they practice this in practice or what, but he's got to start hitting Garrett Wilson in stride, either when he's going across the middle yeah. or when he's go, going straight up the end because a lot of times he's coming back for the ball. By the time he catches it, you know, the defenders are on his back. He, he, he loses the option for yards after catch. So if – Mm-hmm. I fully believe Zach could have 300 yards in this game. Um, mm. He may not need to if Brees goes nuts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Listen, I, like they know, may we'll, they we'll may switch every... the approach. You know. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I mean, me, I'm I'm a little bit more conservative. I, listen, but I understand the confidence that a lot of Jets fans have. I still think that the offense at this point runs through Brees Hall. Let's get him the football, mm-hmm. open things up, you know, beat guys up and allow Zach Wilson to come behind that, pick his spots, get the ball out of his hands quickly, concisely, and manage the game. That's what I want to see from Zach. I want to see him comp- continue to be a solid game manager. I know other people don't like that, and I hear you, but that's what I want. You know, I don't, I don't want you to go out there and get a little too crazy, but we'll see. You know, mm-hmm. especially coming out of a bye, this could be a game, like, you, like everybody's saying, where Zach can really open things up. Now, quickly, as we go to the Jets' defense – what are your thoughts about the, the threat that Tyrod Taylor poses, man? He's mobile. Do you think the Jets' defense will be able to get pressure on him and get him down? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor, his weakness is his height. The dude has to scramble mm. in, or, in order to see downfield. And I just, mm. I mean, I just don't see it happening. I, I feel like our defensive linemen have been able to close the pocket on some of the best scramblers in the league up to date this mm. year. So, if, unless Tyrod Taylor is better than uh, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, I, I think we're a good shape. Mm. Yeah, or Jalen Hurts. <laughs> or, Jay, or Jalen Hurts. I tell you what, oh, a lot yeah. of people, I don't know if you watched the media, Joe, after that week that they beat the Eagles, but a lot of people oh, are suspects of him now. A lot of them. They're like, oh, wait a minute. It, is this one-dimensional? Yeah. <laughs> you know you know what's crazy? And this is I, I always think that it's a shot at the Jets and, and the Jets team. And hear me out, y'all. It, I think it's weird how when we play people and make them look bad and beat them up, all of a sudden people start to talk about they're just bad. It's like, no, they're not right. just bad, okay? We're really good. Mm-hmm. Like this defense is really good. And I always think and, – and I, and I hear that. But I always feel like people are doing that because they want to take a shot at the New York Jets, even as subtly as possible. It's like, no. I agree. This, 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 I agree. Not, it's not Mahomes having an off day. It's not Allen having an off day. It's not Hurts having an off day. Because it's funny that they're all having off days against the same guys in green. All right? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's what a coincidence, right? <laughs> yeah, what a coincidence. Everybody shows up here and they just think against this team. Oh, it's really it's – just, it's, just, it's just bad luck. No, it's the bad news no. that we're bringing to them. All right? Exactly. So, and I was arguing with somebody about when they – the week after they beat the Eagles, they came out with the power rankings. Did you see that? 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. I th- and I think they had the Browns above the Jets. And I'm like, this is My a bro. joke. <laughs> I was like, bro, seriously? Like, these My guys bro. just trounced three of the best quarterbacks in the league, got eight interceptions mm-hmm. off of them in the first six weeks, mm-hmm. and they're not even in the top 15? Come on. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing, Tim. Listen, Tim. I know. They I'm should be, like, really they should be number time. 10. Yeah, I'm telling mm-hmm. you. I'm telling you, but nobody's listening. I'm really low on time. You know how Block Talk hates on you, boy. But quick, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Saquon Barkley, Darren Waller, how concerned are you about them as threats for the Giants' offense? And then immediately, please, give me your final score prediction quickly. I, I'm not concerned whatsoever. I think the way wow. that okay. our backup – the way our backup cornerback stepped up last week mm-hmm. um, has given us just this amazing depth in our defensive back mm-hmm. zone, and I'm not worried about the defensive line at all. I think they're going to contain okay. Barkley. I think they're going to contain Tyrod Taylor and Waller. Mm-hmm. He's going to be their last option, and um, whatchamacallit, uh, Quincy Williams is going to take his head off like second player of the game, so we're going to be all right. Ooh. Talk that talk. Give me your final score. All right, score, score 24-7, Jets. Ooh, okay. Jim, thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? You got it, brother. Have a great night. Go Jets. Thank you. You have a good one, too. Go Jets. Listen, we're getting low on time quickly. I'm looking at this game, and I'm saying to myself, I think the New York Jets offense is going to come out, you know, patiently move the ball, and I think they're going to make things happen. Okay, I think we're going to get into the end zone, rectify some of the issues that we've had in the red zone and be able to put up some points. I'm a little concerned about this uh, offensive line. Uh, This Giants defensive line is really good. And I know people think that they're trash. (laughs) But, you know, I think they're pretty solid. We got to run the football with Brees Hall. We got to get after it. And I want to see Garrett Wilson and these tight ends get, you know, get some more. Get some more catches, man, especially these tight ends. I think that this is a game where we could really get the tight ends involved here. Defensively, uh, we got to get after Tyrod Taylor, who I think is actually going to be the starter. I think Danny is still going to be dealing with uh, that neck injury. I think we'll be able to get after him. I think Bryce Huff is going to have a game of games. I'm telling you, I think he's going to go crazy. Um, Jermaine Johnson, I think he's going to have a solid game. Quentin Williams is another guy I think is going to blow things up. Um, and I think we'll, we'll keep Saquon under check. We'll keep him in check, but, you know, we won't totally shut him down. I'm very concerned about Darren Waller, though. So, with all of that said, Jets win. I'm taking the Jets. I'm taking the Jets to beat the Giants 24-14. 24-14, I'm taking the Jets. All right. All right. I Listen, I got to wrap things up quickly because y'all know how Block Talk be hating on your boy. Y'all here. And listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love hearing the feedback from everybody, and I love going back and forth with y'all. I'm also on Twitter as well, okay? Go on over to Twitter. Type in at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe on Twitter, okay? Go ahead and follow you, boy. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, Block Talk is hating on your boy, all right? He'll be back soon enough, and he'll be ready to go. 
I'm on YouTube, too. Going over to YouTube, type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. If you're going to troll me, get in those comments, and I'll go back and forth. And there's always people when you see me in person, okay, because you will see me in person, even at Blog Talk of Hayden. It is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, okay? Hugs will always remain free no matter what anyone says. Okay, the hugs will always be there. I want to thank everyone for connecting with your boy, talking to your boy, any way that you interact with the show, all right? I want to thank you all for doing that, okay? And especially, again, my folks from overseas. And, again, Susie G. Coleman Foundation, I want to thank Laura Porner for coming on tonight, talking with us about that. Please get involved with uh, the fundraiser page that I have and everything we're doing with the Susie G. Coleman Foundation. Until the next show, you folks have a good one. Peace. Hey!